Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the weekly manga podcast where every week we read all of the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week we read Haikyuu Volume 4. You can tell it's Volume 4 because it has a big 5 on the front. <laughs> Before we get to that, though, we have new stuff in Shonen Jump. We have stuff ending in Shonen Jump. Yep. What did you think of Shonen Jump this week, Kevin? Again, another kind of eh Shonen Jump, except for uh, you know a couple of the series that I've been really liking. I was glad that we did have One Piece in this one at least. So yes, we, we I thought we missing, didn't. Yeah, so. we weren't missing both My Hero and One Piece. Those are the dark times, is what you call those issues. All right, I guess we should go ahead and start with the brand new Naru Way of the Martial Artist Skill 1, Return of the Tengu. What did you think of this new series, Kevin? Eh. You made a lot of uh, body gestures yep. that will not come through on the podcast that perfectly encapsulate my feelings on this. Yes. I don't hate it. I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm wondering if there's a translation thing with, you know, this, like, the big thing that got me was the kid was like, oh, I'm super interested in being a martial artist. And I was like, but he, like, he goes to school. Like, I understand when he was living out in the sticks and, like, there's no dojos or anything. But, like, at the end of it, he's like, yes, I can go to another, you know, like, a club where they're going to learn martial arts. I was like, what? How is that not a thing he has heard of before? Yeah, you think it at least has to be he's too good for all of them, right? Yeah, like something on that level. Not like, oh, I've literally never trained with other martial artists before. I was like, are you using a different term than martial artist that I'm thinking of? Because like... Is it martial user? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know exactly what it would be, but it's just he's in he's it, it in high school. It doesn't even have to be that, right? Naruto uses the term ninja and they're not exactly traditional ninja. They are closer than most American ninja media. Yes. But you could also easily do a manga about ninja that are is more realistic and doesn't have the hand signs and stuff. Mhm. My problem with this chapter, I or this series, I enjoyed the like story for what it was, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's no direction on what happens next. I feel no yeah. attachment to the characters. Yep. Do not care what they're going to do now. I didn't much like Hunter's Guild, but I at least kind of knew where it was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a very good class so far, I think, for new series. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. All right. Next up, like you said, we have One Piece Chapter 1018, Jinbei vs. Who's Who, which I found to be a super interesting chapter. Yes. Uh, particularly some of the implications about... CP0 wanting to kill somebody, but or kill the person who escaped, who's who. But they say it's because he escaped them, but also he talks about the sun god and how anyone who knows about them dies, and I wonder if it's actually because of that. I'm wondering if that's a little bit, but at the same time, we also had the the one CP0 guy like, well, I mean, he's got some classified information, and then the other one goes like... Yeah, but, like, all of that's outdated. Like, it doesn't really matter. And then the third guy's like, yeah, but we can't have anyone escaping us, so he's got to die. You know, it's like, uh, we've got a reputation to uphold. Sorry, you can't get away from us. Yeah, and then Jinbei fight, which is always good. It's yes. very focused on that. And I really like the stuff about the sun god and the relation to the sun pirates. Yep. And all that sort of world building stuff. That One Piece continues to do a thousand chapters in. Yes. And I'm still interested because Jinbei is clearly, like, not just blowing it off. Like, he's, you know, literally, uh, at one point, you know, he unleashes his Fishman Karate, like, uh, forbidden technique. 
And it was like, hey, if you're going to ask these questions, you got to be prepared for the answers. Yeah. Which is a punch to the face. <laughs> Literal. Yes. Yeah, I quite like the chapter. Not very, not exactly similar to last week's where it was stuff going on. This is hyper-focused. But I liked it quite a bit. And one or two more chapters on this Jimbei fight yep. is the Jimbei content I need. I also really liked the little comment about casual racism. Yes. Where he was like, I thought you guys weren't that fast on land. And part of me when Jimbo was like, really? Some casual racism nowadays? It was like, it's all the rage. Part of me was like, no, I thought that too. Like, I thought you were, not that you weren't strong or, you know, couldn't survive outside of land, but I thought you were like markedly slower, not markedly, but slower on land because I, I might have been confusing things, but like, don't, aren't you like kind of dried out when you're on land? I mean, Arlong never really had a trouble, right? Yeah. He was faster in the water, sure, but he wasn't like, oh no, I have to get to the water. Yeah, no, I just thought- Aquaman. Yes. I thought it was just that little bit of, and like I said, I might be thinking of something else, but I was like, I thought they were slightly, I mean, you know, definitely compared to in the water, they're much weaker, but I think that's mainly just because they're stronger in the water, not that they're weak on land. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about One Piece? Nope. Next up, we have Hunter's Guild number two, Dodo and Naroya. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? I thought it was all right. I also did. I probably liked it more than the first chapter, to be honest. Fair. It's got like a, a smart solution to a problem, mm-hmm. but the art problems really continue for me. Yeah, there were definitely a couple of panels of the werewolves like not being werewolves. It's like, this is a multi-limbed tentacle horror. Oh, I'm fine with calling that a werewolf. <laughs> you know, <laughs> demons and demon slayer aren't demons, they're vampires. Yeah, but at least they have kind of like a you know a central theme, and not like this one clearly looks like a wolf until it spouts the you know hundred tentacles and grows four times in size somehow. Again, it's fine, like you said. You know, you just you call those werewolves. Yeah, and like the story works, but it's not something I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. But like it was like ah, that's easy. I I knew how it was going to end, but not in a way that was unsatisfying. Yep, and I do like the little bit about. You know, we're going to exterminate the werewolves and the kid being like, you you can't. People just randomly turn into werewolves. And, like, clearly, you know, the Hunter's Guild has either figured out why or is going to come up with a way to stop it. Personally would love if their plan was, well, I mean, we just need to kill all of the humans. And then there won't be any more werewolves. Like, uh, I, I technically that's a solution, but it's not a good one. <laughs> How do you cause world peace? Well, I mean, we just murder everybody on it. Bam. Problem solved. Yeah, well, you know, the, the that's why you don't tell AIs to start world peace. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to say on Hunter's Guild? Nope. That'll bring us to Mashal Magic and Muscles, Chapter 69, Wahlberg Bygen and the Magic of Time. You know what? I have two notes on this chapter, and one of them is, and then he made a time mech. And you think that would be a great chapter. You even think? Even though those are my notes. <laughs> Unfortunately, the other one is just, Wahlberg backstory. <laughs> yep. I was like, I, I don't care. I still don't care. The Timex kind of cool, but sorry. Sorry, man. Mashal is once again not in this at all. Yeah. Please stop putting pointing the camera at Marky Mark. Yeah. Like, that would be a rule for the world. Please stop pointing the camera at Marky Mark. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you wanted to say on it? Nope. 
That'll bring us to Dr. Stone Z equals 203 Missile Heart. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? I liked this one. I yeah. like, yeah, this was good. This... I wish it didn't have that title. You don't read the titles, huh? No. So I bet that reveal was way better for you than it was for me. And yes. It was still pretty good for me. Yeah, no, it was, I, I really love that. of like, yeah, we built this, uh, you know, miniature rocket. And I was like, well, I mean, there's not a whole lot of difference between early spaceship or early space rockets and missiles, because that's essentially what they were. Yes. You just point them all the way up yes. instead of most of the oh, way up. Yes. Yeah. So like, oh, there's a dam in our way. It's way over there. How are we going to blow it up and sink? It's like, eh, from here. <laughs> How are we going to do that? Well, I mean, I have the, I happen to have this missile here. Yeah. I, I quite liked it. I like some of the Sukiya stuff. Hey, does she just not need glasses anymore? Did I miss that? Does she have contacts? I think she still does, because remember, she still has that gourd around her neck. So I think she, like, <laughs> uses it to look still. How impractical. Make the girl some contacts, Senku. <laughs> plastics are hard. At least make her some new glasses. Yeah, or just, like, glasses like Ginru has? Yeah. Yeah. A Ginru or... The Chelsea. geologist, yeah, Chelsea has. It's just like, make her some glasses. Like... She wouldn't look as cute with glasses, which is why she needs some contacts. But... Yes. I mean, maybe that's just what they're going with, or maybe her vision, like, it doesn't make any sense, but maybe her vision no, got doesn't. better. You're right, because I had that thought, too, and I was like, was she bitten by a radioactive spider in those seven years? No, she otherwise... ate she ate radioactive carrots, which gave her <laughs> ah, supervision. Of course. Don't I know anything about science? Yes. Yeah, anything else on Dr. Stone? Nope. That'll bring us to Ayakashi Triangle, Chapter 51. I saw it. I like this chapter of Ayakashi Triangle, but it's all set up. Yeah, but I still really liked it because we were bringing the friends back, you know, mainly focusing on one of them, but both of them are in here. And I was really happy to be like, hey, it's more than just, oh, we passed them in the hallway. Like, we're going to have another chapter involving them. And it's not going to be them doing something by themselves off on their own. Like, they're getting, like, involved in the story now. Yeah, I just thought this chapter was structured really weirdly. I get it because it's from her point of view, mm-hmm. and I do kind of like that. But then when we cut to the mom principal, I'll be like, ah, oh, yes, and this was another evil demon. I'm like, maybe you should have told your daughter son about that, mom. Yes. But maybe she did and was, was just off screen. Yep. I mean, like, Matsuri knew, and, you know, he had that thing of, like, I had to wait until it detached itself from you in order to do anything. Like, that makes sense, because it's like, well, I mean, I could have killed it, but it would have killed you. Yeah, but I don't know if his mom was like, hey, this is another of the things you need to beat. Or if he just noticed in class, hey, there's an evil ghost on my friend. I don't know. I'm going to take it as the mom yeah, well, told we, him. We will probably find out. It just, like like I said, the structure of the chapter was very weird to me. Gotcha. In addition to it being all set up. But I also do like that Yayo, that's her name, is getting involved. Mm-hmm. And she may actually remember stuff this time. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. Next up, we have Blue Box number 12, If He Wins. What did you think of Blue Box this week, Kevin? Also really liked Blue Box this week. Yeah, one of the, like, I think two chapters in Shen and Jump I actually genuinely really liked this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's-her-name is here to watch? I yep. don't remember the game characters in Blue Box. That's a good sign. Is it? It's something like Chiatsu, but that sounds wrong to me. Yeah. I keep I remembering her nickname now is Chi, but I can't remember if it's Chisei or if it's... She said it was something else that we read that, no, I think was canceled. It could be both. <laughs> True. 
But anyway, I like that she's watching now and one of the other guys is like, you know, realize your contact information is <laughs> like, you know, these guys have a bet running for that. And she's just kind of like, what? I was like, blame that guy. <laughs> to be fair, he even says again in this one, only yes. she's okay with it. But I know, but he, still. To, he hasn't told her, but yeah. he also didn't know she was there because she was yeah. hanging out behind him. Because, <laughs> you know, perspective. I also like that he's like, hey, so if he wins, you should take him to the aquarium. Yeah. Like, okay, aquarium stakes. Yes. Secret aquarium stakes, because he doesn't know Yeah, that. I was like, because he doesn't know that. So I was like, it's stakes for her, not for him, because he's trying to defend her honor, basically. And also just, you know, be better at badminton. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to him winning, and I also like the, the whole thing going on of like, oh, he's finally starting to, like, think, because he's, you know, they're like, ah, oh, he's not able to make all these digs and stuff. And then they were like, well, I mean, he's wearing his opponent down because he's making a lot of these returns and he's making his opponent run all over the place. So he's not looking to win the first match. He's looking to, or the first game, he's looking to win the match. Like, you know, he's doing strategies. I'm going to tire you out and sure. I might not be, I'm definitely not going to beat you game one, but I'm going to beat you game two and three. Anything else you want to say on blue box? Nope. Last but not least, we have nine dragons. Chapter 20, our baseball. So long nine dragons. Yeah, I'm. It's I'm of two minds on it because I was enjoying Nine Dragons and I would like it to stay in the magazine, mm-hmm. but it also feels like a mercy killing because I don't think it was going anywhere. Yeah, it continued to have the same problems that just left it being fine. Yeah, I and I think that's really what the issue was was it. It's that level of I would have liked a sports manga in here. We kind of had Blue Box. Yeah, that I said kind of. Yep, and. It was it was really just that. I was like, I wasn't a huge fan of it, but you know, that comes from not being a huge fan of sports manga in general. It's by far my favorite of the sports manga, the pure sports manga, not counting Blue Box, that Shonen Jump has tried since we started. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm wondering if it's um just sports manga doesn't isn't going to do well in jump right now like i'm wondering if that's a generational thing that's been true for a long time you have to be tippy top like haikyuu to find purchase and shonen jump mm-hmm. and haikyuu is incredible yeah as we will talk about shortly yeah so i'm just wondering if it's there's a little bit of the editorial team being like oh we we can give it a shot and then just oh yep this didn't one didn't work either yeah i don't know i feel like it really failed to leverage its strengths like, yeah i thought the idea of a pitcher catcher core like that shonen friendship metaphor mm-hmm. out into baseball was an incredible hook, and we almost didn't see it after the first chapter. Yeah, uh, basically not. We also, like, you know, we never saw the glasses kid, like, using his brain in the game a whole lot. Like, that was supposed to be his strength. And We like, didn't see a whole lot of games, which yeah. is a structural problem. I mean, I really think, like, a... If you pitch this again at jump in like a year, these creators might be able to do something really great with it. But possible. Yeah, it, it's too bad because Shonen Jump is like more and more stuff I don't care to read, unfortunately, right now. Mm-hmm. Magazine seems like it's on a real downturn, so losing that is bad. But at the same time, I, I wasn't like, why would you cut this? Yeah. Well, I had Look, a bit of that. Well, over me and Robico or high yep. school family. I mean, sure, obviously. But if you're cutting hard-boiled cop and dolphin, yep. anything else you want to say on nope. Nine Dragons? All right. That will bring us into Jump Card. Jump. 
Jump Card is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump from our least favorite up to our favorite. We only have 18 chapters this week. So what do you have at number 18, Kevin? Me and Robico. Samesies. It was physically painful. I, I literally stopped reading the text messages and kind of just like skipped the last couple of pages. I'm like, I, I can't deal with it. This is just, this is insanity and I'm done. <laughs> Bye, Robico. Don't I, I really, yeah, I really wish we could shoot this monkey into space. God, especially this week when it's like we're canceling Nine Dragons. I was like, why? <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> oh, what do you have at seventeen? That's where I put High School Family. Okay, I have it slightly higher, and there must be a reason. But I remember really, really not liking High School Family this week. Yeah, I just I didn't like the oh look it's the two kids having a romance except no not really because even though the one girl's smart she's still you know eight or whatever so like sure she might be smarter than the average person but she's not more mature yeah I have Black Clover at seventeen okay sure was a lot of lines in this chapter of Black Clover yeah it's not much higher for me I wasn't you know this is that oh oh no the enemy's winning moment that happens sometimes in shonen stuff so yeah what do you got at 16 undead and unluck i felt like this was a continuation of last week's that i'm like all right cool you're going after uh unluck sure <laughs> we're fighting summer and they have some artifacts spring spring they you're right. summer. uh and it's like oh he's got a, a luck based artifact that's how we're going to win oh Seems very on the nose that he he literally has a fucking gambling artifact. Eh, I actually kind of liked it, but we'll get to that sure. when I get to where I put it. I have Candy Flurry at 16, and I honestly, totally God, fair. don't remember anything that happened in Candy Flurry. Um, they're moving on to the next stage. And the one guy is feeling super guilty about getting all the praise. Okay. Sure. Mm. What do you got at 15? That's where I have Mashal. You'd think the time mech would have <laughs> saved it, but it didn't. Maybe next week. We'll see. Maybe. That's a, it's a pretty cool Final Fantasy summon that while Marky Mark has. Unfortunately, yes. it's Marky Mark summoning it. Yes. I got High School Family at 15. Okay. Very similar sentiments to you. All right. What do you have at 14? That's where I put Candy Flurry. Yep. Was... It's where I put Mashal. So. Okay. Yep. <laughs> And a time mech, Candy Flurry didn't. Yep. Fair. I don't remember anything that happened in Candy Flurry, but I remember if a time mech showed up. Fair. What do you have at 13? That's where I had Black Clover. Uh, okay. I, I put Sakimoto Days there. Okay. It was some fight scene, as I recall. I just. I liked this fight scene weird, more than last week's. Weird that we have completely opposite opinions yes. on that. It's not super high. Don't get me wrong. No, but. no. It's just like like I thought last week's fight scene was actually quite good, and you did not. No, nope. and I thought this week's fight scene was nothing, and you enjoyed it. So yep. weird. That's the only weird thing. What do you have at twelve? That's where I have Hunter's Guild. I agree with you. There was a lot of like I'm fighting the monster. I that's sure a lot of lines on a page that I guess is a monster, but like I can't see any eyes, or maybe I can see all of the eyes. I don't know how many it has. That's I'm, either I'm no very, or too many eyes. I'm yes, not sure which. I'm very confused. Where are we? 13, 12? 12. I'm undead in luck at 12. I like the idea of Fuko being like, hey, I'm going to do a thing and be active. And I actually am fine with the gambling ability like in play. Fair. It's good setup. Uh, it went above everything else we talked about already, which I felt was kind of nothing. Gotcha. What do you got at 11? 
That's where I have Nine Dragons. I wasn't a huge fan of it, and there's definitely several things that I would want not in the magazine instead of it. But uh, even the ending didn't feel uh, it was okay. Yeah, it was a good end for this arc, but like by good, I mean by Nine Dragons standards, and yeah. they've been bad at delivering those. Mm-hmm. Um, not like one of those, not I tell C's, which is like, see you next week. Or not. <laughs> see, uh, you know, see you next week, flip the page. Oh, no, wait, we're canceled. And that was the last time we ever saw them. I got Witch Watch at 11. Also, okay. don't remember anything that happened at Witch Watch. This is not, oh, the cat came back. Yeah, the cat came I back. I like this chapter a lot. I like that character. It's actually much higher for me because. I, and I then, like... like, there's plot at the end. Yes. And plot developments. I'm not sure why I put Witch Watch so low now that I think about it. Yeah, I have it much higher because the a lot of meh this week, and there was also a lot of, yeah, you know, could... th- that cat coming back, which, I could... like... I could this... easily move this nut two yeah. spots higher. The second time around, I liked it a lot more. What do you have at 10? That's where I have Sakamoto Days. Gotcha. That's where I have Nine Dragons. Okay. See, on the other side, Nine Dragons. Mm-hmm. What do you got at number nine? That's where I have Magu-chan. More plot development, but not as, like, that's basically it. Of, you know, I've put everyone to sleep. I mean, it's a it's a two-parter, which seems weird. Yeah. It's action-y. I don't know. I liked Magu-chan a lot, which I'll get to you later. I, I liked but it, too. Like, it, you it know, it made it You're also right in that it wasn't like, oh, man, so much happened this week. Well, and, like, to contrast it with Witch Watch, which went a lot higher for me, it had like cute elements that I wanted out of Witch Watch and plot development, whereas this was mostly like just plot. plot. It's just like which, which was, you know, it's good. It's top half of the Yeah. The magazine for me. But I was just like, yeah, it's just more plot. All right, cool. That that's good, but that does not set you apart from the other good chapters this week. I have Elusive Samurai at nine. Okay. I've really, really been enjoying Elusive Samurai, but this like party scene after the arc just did nothing for me at all. Even the bit between uh, the main character and the sage where he's like, sometimes I don't use my power or I can't use my powers was just didn't do anything for me. Some of the villain stuff was kind of interesting. I liked uh, it's a little bit higher for me. I liked the villain stuff. I liked the sage's joke of like, you know, hey, help me figure out what my powers are, but don't expect me to be able to shoot fireballs. See That, that one I, I actively rolled my eyes at. So. <laughs> yes, but it was that kind of joke. So it was like the, you know. That's it true. was like All a, his jokes are that way. Yeah, it was like it was a good pun. So, I mean, yes, you might roll your eyes at it, but I can still appreciate, you know, yes, this is a good stupid joke, but I'm down. What do you have at eight? That's where I have Nero Way of the Martial Artist. It's If this were a different week, this probably would have been a lot lower. Yeah. But I was like, I the... The fight scene's pretty cool. I like the idea that the guy has, uh, like, the martial arts forms. Like, he's just been drawing them, you know, everywhere in his house because he doesn't understand how to articulate it well. So it's just like, yeah, I'm just drawing the forms everywhere I go. It's like, all right, that's kind of cool. I got Red Hood at 8. Okay. Hunter's Guild. Uh, like I said, it, it was a story. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that. This week, that gets you high. What do you got at 7? That's where I put Mission Yozakura. I like where this next arc is going where, you know, he, he has this whole thing with uh, the Yozakura matron being like, hey, you need to kill me. Well, sort of kill me. Extra kill. Well, she, you know, she's basically like, yeah, I'm I'm dead, but I'm not at the same time. So can you, like, let me pass on, please? Like, I, I don't want to be a ghost anymore. 
And then the idea that the examiners for the silver rank badge are going to be his three siblings. And they're like, no one is going (laughs) to pass this year. Yeah. I I think it's a, it's a tuning exam, but it's a good setup for one already. Yeah. I have Nara at seven. Okay. Like just slightly higher than you. Everything you said is accurate. What do you have at number six? Uh, That's where I put Elusive Samurai. Like I said, I I liked, I really like that villain stuff, especially with the one guy who almost got killed by the young Lord at the end being like, yeah, sure, whatever, all right. And the bug-eyed man being like, huh, he's no longer like a bloodthirsty asshole. What the hell? <laughs> Did the evil literally bleed out of him? Or I guess the malice? Because he's still going to be a quote-unquote bad guy, but he seems much less malicious about it. Of yeah. like, you know, as opposed to being clearly the evil dude, he's just going to be the, well, I'm the antagonist, like... You know, I'm I'm not the bad guy of my own story anymore. I do like how the villains of Elusive Samurai are for, slowly forming an evil Justice League. <laughs> Except uh, that guy doesn't have any weird body powers. So look, now he might have blood powers now. <laughs> I have Doctor Stone at six. Okay, like I said, reading the title sort of spoiled it, but that's still a real good page turn. Mm-hmm. He's got missile. Yep. Uh, what do you have at number five? That's where I put Witch Watch. Um, like I said, I just really like, you know, more plot development, the cat being cute. I love that she was like, uh, oh, no, he's giving me a bath, uh, and oh, I'm feeling so sleepy. This will be super awkward. How the hell do I explain that he's been petting a sudsy woman? I think that might be one of the reasons I put it so low, is that her escape this time just seems so convenient. It did. But it, like... It's mostly fine, but that was a little absurd that she, you know, was just like, oh, he was laughing at the TV and didn't notice I was there. I was like, he didn't notice that there was sudden, I mean, he is superhumanly strong, so maybe he wouldn't notice that suddenly you're four times heavier. Um, yeah. I have Ayakashi Triangle at five. Okay. I like the chapter five, but like I said, it was all set up. There was some weirdness with it mm-hmm. uh, that kind of put it lower than other stuff. What do you have at number four? That's where I put Dr. Stone. I've got a missile. Uh, we're going to go through, like, especially with the whole thing with the uh, Suez Canal earlier this year made it, like, kind of cool and relevant. Like, I was looking into, like, the engineering behind, well, why did this thing happen? And it's like, all right, well, you know, it's not as simple as, oh, some idiot decided to, you know, mess up the navigation. There's actually quite a lot of different factors into, like, why this happened. Like, it's not like he drove into the side of it. I have Mission Years of Korea Family at four. Okay. I think I just enjoyed it more than you because I don't Fair. have any additional points to bring up. Okay. Uh, what do you have at number three? That's where I put Ayakashi Triangle. I'm excited to see, uh, you know, more of the characters getting a bit more spotlight. Yeah. That's where I put Magu-chan. Okay. Like I said, I really enjoyed it. I like the weird setup of the three gods and like how <laughs> Magu-chan is like, I must eat. And I'm <laughs> he was like, I guess I have to cook because the humans won't wake up. Yes. I, I don't know, just like the way it's meshing together. I really enjoyed it. Fair. Uh, what do you have at number two? That's where I put Blue Box. Same. Our, numbers, our top two are the same. Yep. I, Blue Box was really good. <laughs> yeah. Th- there's a giant line for me between Blue Box and Maki-chan. Yeah. Yeah. Blue Box was super solid this week. And then if you don't have anything yeah. else more to yeah, say about it, One yeah, Piece. One Piece, also super good. Yep. Uh you know, Fishman Karate, Demon Break, what was it, Demon Brick Fist or something like that? Yeah. You know, you need to be prepared to pay for or, uh, pay for the questions as he's punching him in the face. Yep. I'm like a Jimbe, yep. it turns out. I hope he gets to do some more of this arc. Yes. Because 
He might not have much more One Piece to do stuff. And by not much more, I mean like, eh, 300 chapters, 400 <laughs> chapters. Yes. Well, there's only one more arc. I was like, yeah. And at the same time, uh, it will also be more than five years for him to finish that arc. So, yes. All righty. We read Haikyuu Volume 4, and we will talk about that after the break. All right, we had Haikyuu Volume 4 this week. What did you think of Volume 4, Kevin? I really liked it. I really liked the, like, these guys finally got some true rivals, uh, which is nice. And I like that there's a, a difference in the way their teams played, where it's like, ah, uh, yeah, we're, you know, super new, but have a ton of potential because we have a lot of, like, kind of all-star players. But at the same time, we're like an all-star team, and you know, an all-star team versus an actual good team will probably lose every time because especially in a team game, you know, uh, star talent will only get you so far. You need a ton of teamwork in order to fill in all of the little gaps. Unless it's basketball, zing. <laughs> well, that's because basketball isn't a team sport anymore. It's just an all-star <laughs> thing. I really liked it as well. I will say that some of the stuff that frustrated us about Haikyuu when we were reading it week to week is starting to bleed in. Okay. Um, I really like the art. I know you're not as into the art mm. style. But some of the volleyball action I find not super hard to follow. But it's, I think if I was reading this week to week, I really would. Mm-hmm. Because while the storytelling is good there, I can't really follow volleyball. Gotcha. I, I can I can follow it a bit better because I've played a fair bit of volleyball that, you know, it was a while ago, but, and I didn't follow all of the rules exactly, you know, cause I like, I didn't understand the substitution thing at all or stuff like that, but I understand the basic rules of volleyball when you're doing like a pickup beach volleyball game. Yeah. And it's not like, oh man, I have no idea what's going yeah, on. It's no, more I, that like, I'm like, okay, the ball's on this side now. Now it's on this side. And of course that's how volleyball goes. Right. Yeah. And, and there's lots of stuff on the center. But I think if I was reading this week to week, instead of getting to read the entire game, all yeah. at once, I would have gotten really lost with it. Probably. That is fair. Like you said, being able to read the entire game in one sitting definitely helps. Yeah, tremendously, I think. Uh, other than that, still very, very good. I mm-hmm. love the characters. The development here is super strong. I love Hinata being like, hey, just keep sending it to me. Yep. And the coach being like, I'm not going to stuff him out as l- until he gets frustrated. Yep. Well, and I really like that parallel between him and the ex-ace who, you know, I just kept getting stuffed and he was like, you can stop sending to me, man. You know, I, I'm, they're just going to stuff me again versus Hinata was, uh, no, let's keep going. You know, I can try and figure something else out. Yeah. I love <laughs> the moment when he first opens his eyes to try and take the hit and the guy's like, well, I mean, he's been closing his eyes the whole time and the coaches, he has. <laughs> it's like, what, what, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, he just goes right where... He just uh, hits it as hard as he can. He's like, wait, he just trusts him so much. Yes, that he closes his eyes and swings his hand, hoping to hit the ball. Yes. My God. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, okay, why don't you try a slow arc and make him work for it for once? And if you can do both, you'll be incredible. Yep. Yeah. And I, I also do love the other coach who's the old man just like keeps reacting as they do more and more over the top shonen stuff. Like, Jesus. Yep. 
I thought the setter was insane, but this kid's a, this, you know, like this kid isn't on his level yet, but when he is, it's not going to be because he had the thing, a monster in his club. Yeah. And he's like, uh, when this kid does get up to his level, he's not going to be a monster in his club. This is going to be two monsters and it's going to be effing terrifying. Yeah. But I also love how they lose because the other team just adapts and has, doesn't have a star, but he's very strong all around and especially defensively. Yep. Well, and that's the, I really love that one moment of um, it's not the person who can spike it the hardest. It's uh, the team that lets the ball hit the ground first that loses. Yeah. So they're like, what well, our receiving is excellent. And that's, you know, what wins them most of the game is their solid fundamentals. Like it's that same, it, well, even the, the one team is like, oh, we're a brand new team. Of course, we're not going to be able to beat them, even though we have a lot of star power. Like, you know, it's, I, I like the fact that they don't have a, they don't have a uh, standout star, even like, oh, it's not even like our setter is a standout star. He's just kind of like hidden. It just, we have a solid team and that's going to beat a bunch of superstars running around. Yeah. And they managed to cover up for the normal Shonen need for a star by having the one character show up early. Yeah. And then again, and just so, and they do a lot of cheating of just making characters mirrors of the ones that are on Hinata's team in a lot of ways with yes. just enough differences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I also think it's very good. I think we saw the final game between them that they eventually play when we were reading. I think that's where we came in. Probably. I'm not sure. It's totally possible. Yeah, I I don't have a lot of notes because once the volleyball starts, it's not that my eyes glazed over. I quite enjoyed the read, but... There's much less to talk about of like, it's like, yeah, there's volleyball happening. Yeah, I think we hit For all... For like the, several chapters. I think we hit all the major moments. I was going to bring up the one in the middle where he's like, what? Hinata is closing his eyes? Yeah. Because that whole bit is super good. And the old coach is a nice character too. I do have some stuff earlier on, like the old setter being like, hey, I just like sub him out and put me in if you want. But I want to have as many chances as possible, which means we have to win as many games as possible. So start whoever is going to win more games. Yep. That bit is very, very good. I also love him going to Hinata and being like, yeah, I am not an incredible setter, so here are all my secret hand signs. Yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry. It's like, oh, no, secret hand signs are super cool. I just can't memorize boring stuff like school. Yeah, I I do like that. And I also like the, you know, from a story standpoint and a game standpoint of, uh, well, we have a bunch of these new kids, so we're going to keep Kageyama in here because him and Hanada are a team and that might not necessarily be the case when we start playing real games but I do like that it's well I'm not I'm not giving the position to him but also don't be aware hey just because it's my third year don't start me like don't force me to play if it's going to hurt the team well and the coach is like yeah I might take Hinata out if this were an actual game because he's not getting anywhere but he's clearly trying and this is practice so that's super important yep and I do really love the moment it, you know, they lose the first time and Hanada's like, again! <laughs> yeah. And the coach is like, it's a practice game. That's exactly what we're here for. And they go for another match. <laughs> they go for like two or three. I think in, it, in quick they montage because we see multiples. I think scores. it's two two more matches yeah. afterwards. I think it's, it's three four. Total. It's four games, but they lose yeah. They lose every single time. Yeah, they don't lose in a single game. And then at the end, Hanada's like, again, he's like, no, Goku. It's time to go home. Yeah, well, it's not, it's the the other coach walking over. He's like, no, Goku, they have to go <laughs> home now. Aww. Again. But I want to hit the ball more. And they have the big shonen moment where it's like, yeah, if you want to play us again, you have to meet us in a tournament. Yep. And there's some good stuff about rivals, and then they all just meet their foils, which is fine. Yep. It works. 
it, it's a very good volume. It's also, I think, this is weird for manga, an incredible volume for a like just collected story that's its own thing. Yeah, with a beginning, middle, and end. For the most part, yeah. It's almost a complete arc just in this mm-hmm. chapter, and you won't have context for the coach and his decision at the end to be like, "No, I want to coach them full time. How could I yeah. not?" After I saw that, yeah. There's there's a couple of things you know you miss out on meeting the the opposing setter early, mm-hmm. but for the most part, yeah, you're right. Even it's, that's backfilled in though. Yeah, because like, hey, Hinata, where did you meet him? He's like, oh, he was yep. being a pessimist. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if I have much more to say, which will make this another short episode, but I really enjoyed it, and I can highly recommend Haikyuu to anyone who is considering it. Yeah, totally fair. All right, I think that just leaves us with Personality Power Level. Vegeta, mm-hmm. what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality Power Level is the segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst. At the very top, we have Uzumaki Naruto from Naruto. He's a ninja. He'd probably be good at volleyball. Mm-hmm. At the very bottom, we have Koku from... Flame of Rekka. He's an old man. He would probably be bad at volleyball. Yeah. But he'd be super into girls volleyball. It's true. In the middle, we have Hikaru Shido from Magical Knight Ray Earth. She's a tomboy. She's probably good at volleyball. Probably. Who do you think we rank? We've got three characters from Haikyuu. The two main ones, who are the obvious ones, and then, I believe, also the senpai. The libero, yeah. Because he was, like, the star of that last volume. Yeah. Now we're kind of running into the issue of we're going to have to rank somebody without really knowing much about them. Well, that is why the list is mutable and yes. we can move them a bit. I think the like the first senpai character that shows up, who like they're like, hey, call that guy senpai. Or who, who tells him, hey, call this other guy senpai. The guy with the shaved head? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's more of a problem because Haikyuu is such a well-balanced cast, which is really what the problem with Nine Dragons was, is none of those guys stood out. And in Haikyuu, almost everybody does. Yeah. Well, I think also the thing that Haikyuu has done well is it's really focused on Hinata and Kageyama, and it has these other good characters in the background, but unlike with Nine Dragons, where they're like, we have to introduce all of these people now and give them all, like, screen time, I felt like in this volume, the the guy with the shaved head didn't get a whole lot of screen time, which ended up being fine. And, like, we didn't deal with the tall guy at all, like, the tall rookie. I don't even know if he was playing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, he was because he he had some moments. Okay. Particularly, like he had the the guy opposite him who is all also like real smart. Oh yeah, that's right. And they like talk at the end. Yeah. Uh but yeah, he didn't have much. He was in a lot of like team shots, but mm-hmm. he didn't have a moment in that game. Yeah. Tanaka is the character we're talking about the with the shaved head. If you think he is good, yeah, let's do it. Not as good as the main characters, obviously. Nope. Do we think he's better than Yunishinoya, uh, who is the libero? No. No, you don't? I, I kind of do, actually. But I'm willing to defer to you on this. But I, I feel like he's had more time and like his personality gels well. I mean, that's fair. But I also really like the libero. You know, he got more stuff in this. And I really like his one moment at the end of the chapter where he's like, you know, hey, you're the to the opposing libero. is like, hey, your team is amazing at receiving. And that means you're the best of the best. And like, I liked how he just had that moment of like, hey, man. I think you're cool. Okay, thanks. Bye. And like <laughs> runs away. All right, then. Right below him, we have our common yardstick, Goku. I do think he's better than Goku. Okay. So, Ryanosuke Tanaka will go at number 42 above Goku and below Yunishinoya. What are we going to read next week, Kevin? So, next week, we're going to read something that, honestly, I'm surprised I haven't read or 
even really watched any of is uh, Inuyasha. Oh, you never watched Inuyasha? I mean, nope. that doesn't really surprise me knowing your anime background. That's a little early for when you got yep. into it. And that'll make this a super interesting read. Mm-hmm. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is a psychic is a psychic fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can check out my other podcasts, including It's a Gundam, where I talk about Gundam Seed, Destiny, the sequel to my favorite anime. It sure is a sequel. Mm -hmm. Anything you want to plug this week, Kevin? So, My Next Life is a Villainous, Season 2 just started, so... Please check that out because the first episode, it's tech, it's like My Next Life is a Villainous, All Routes Lead to Doom X or whatever. <laughs> but the second season started and the first episode was amazing. So I was super excited because I didn't know exactly when it was starting because they've been sort Real of- bad about it. They've been year. really, really bad about when, like we knew the next season was starting now, but there weren't a whole lot of dates of like, what days are these things coming out? Like some of them we knew, a bunch of them that we don't. I know with Crunchyroll, with their new beta site, one of the things I don't like is when you click on a series, it doesn't say what day it's airing anymore. It used to be like, hey, this airs on Wednesday or this airs on Friday. And it doesn't say that anymore, or at least I can't find it. Yeah, um, I can't either. So that kind of sucked, but I was just, I was in my queue going to watch something else. And I was like, hey, there's a new episode of this. I was like, oh, never mind watching this now. <laughs> All right. Have a great week, everybody. Yep. Stop.